Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, The One True God. And in this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will bring us a lesson about God Himself. Despite what others wish or say, the Bible is very clear that there is only one true God. While many other religions claim to have a version of God, the God of the Bible is the one and only true and living God. He is the creator of all things, and the good news is, He loves you very much, and He is worthy of our praise and our devotion. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you, and if you would like to hear today's message again or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Talking about our God this morning, John chapter 4, and verse 16, when we speak of love, and uh, what's a more popular subject than that in poetry, or in song, or in culture, and uh, we look at verse We look at verse 16, and we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. Now watch this. Very simple three-word phrase, but it's profound. God is love. Now notice it doesn't say love is God. But it says God is love. Any love that there is anywhere originates from him. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God is in him. Look at verse 19. <coughs> we love him. Why? Because he first loved us. Liberal religion that, that deifies man and glorifies man in his capacity to love and suggests there's a spark of divinity in all of us is just pure hogwash. All divinity comes from God. All love comes from God. You you pull God out of the equation, we have nothing. We have nothing but hatred and worse. So this is who we're talking about this morning. Take your Bibles and go to Psalm 83. Psalm 83. A God completely incomparable to any, any other God. And by the way... God is all of this and so much more. He's especially insulted. He's especially insulted when someone makes a, a figure out of wood or, or out of stone and then falls down and worships before it. Uh, bad enough to worship the sun, but at least it's something God created. But to worship a stock. And, and in the Old Testament, God tries to reason with Israel. He says, you know, the, the maker makes a god out of part of the wood, but then he takes the rest of the wood and builds a fire and warms himself. You would think that would be so obvious. Why would you fall down to a stock of wood just because someone carved on it when he took the rest of it and burned it? But they did. And imagine the insult that it was to God. Um, Psalm 83. Psalm 83 and verse 18 that men may know that thou whose name alone is Jehovah art the most high over all the earth. 
Uh, let's take our Bibles and go to Mark chapter 12. Mark chapter 12. In Mark chapter 12. <coughs> and verse 28. And one of the scribes came, and having, having heard them reason, reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. So the first commandment speaks to who God is. And then verse 31, and the second is like, namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And by the way, the difference between being a Bible believer and, and being a Bible-denying liberal is just flipping those two commandments. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of secular religion that falls under the realm of Christendom that claims to be Christian that puts, that puts loving man first before loving God. And the whole idea that you'll go to heaven or, or, or not based on how you love your fellow man and to totally ignoring the sin problem between us and God and redemption in Christ. That's all that is. That's just flipping those two. And it is a form of idolatry. In verse 32, And the scribe said unto him, Well, Master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but he. And to love him with all the heart, and with all the understanding, and with all of the soul, and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself is more than whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Turn to John chapter 1. John chapter 1 and verse 1. And again, it, it, this speaks strongly to the deity of Christ. There's just not one or two verses upholding the doctrine of the deity of Christ. It, it's, it's, all over the, it's all over the New Testament and sprinkled through your Old Testament. But in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Speaking of Christ, the same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. The book of Colossians tells us that Christ created all things. And so again, we see his deity. We see Jehovah. We see someone who is all-powerful, omnipotent, to be able to create just by words, just by speaking words. Uh, turn to John chapter 4. And look at verse 24. Another feature of God for us to understand. In verse 24, the Bible says God is a spirit. It, notice it doesn't say God is spirit. Otherwise, it would make everything spirit God. And we know that's not true. By the way, the first century uh, heretics, the Gnostics, which infiltrated the early church, taught that all spirit was good and all material was wicked. And therefore they subscribed to God is spirit. But you have unclean spirits, you have demon spirits. But it says God is a spirit distinct from all other spirits. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now if you read Mormon literature, you find out that Joseph Smith said, and I, I will quote, I'll be partially exact, I'll be a little bit off, but he said in, in one quote, I must show you so that you will understand that God is a man with a body like you and I. 
That is completely untrue. Completely untrue. And of course, he had all Mormons following through the proper progressions, becoming their own God in these bodies. That's not God. Christ in the incarnation took upon himself a body that he might lay his life down for us in death to pay for our sins. But God is a spirit distinct from all other, all other spirits. Let's go to chapter 10, John chapter 10. John chapter 10 in, in verse 30, and Christ speaking here to the Jews, and he said, I and my Father are what? We, we, are, we are one. Not one in purpose, not one in heart, but one in substance, one in essence. Turn to 1 Timothy chapter 3. 1 Timothy chapter 3, and this is the most... In spite of the many other references to Christ's deity, this is arguably the most direct. And wouldn't you know it, it was attacked in the New Bibles. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 3, and look at verse 16. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. Now notice, the Bible calls it a mystery. Someone says, well, I can't understand how you can have three persons and they're one God. No, it's a mystery. I can't understand it either. But great is the mystery of godliness. Notice the next phrase. God was manifest in the flesh. All right? I'm going to give it to you from the New American Standard. New American Standard Version. And it says, And by common confession, great is the mystery of godliness. He who was revealed in the flesh. Completely change it. Who is he who? If I might ask. God was manifest in the flesh, but it says, He who was revealed in the flesh. Uh, this, is the, this is the Revised Standard Version, the RSV, which if you were sick this year, you might have got that. The RSV virus. First um, Timothy 3.16 Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of our religion. He was manifested in the flesh. Well, yeah, we know that. But when you say God was manifest in the flesh, you're identifying him further. Arguably the most direct reference to the deity of Christ. You say, well, what do I do if it's not in my Bible? Get a new Bible. And the new Bible would be the old Bible, the King James 1611. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The One True God, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, Pastor DeMichael has brought us a great reminder that not only is there only one true God, but that this God loves you, and He sent His Son Jesus Christ to die for your sins, so that you can spend an eternity in heaven with that one true God. But if you don't know for sure that you will be going to heaven to be with that God when this life is over, we invite you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church so we can help you know for sure that your eternal destiny will be with God Himself. He is inexpressibly glorious and has a love for you that you wouldn't believe. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. 
That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. And we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 930, followed by the morning service at 1045. We also have a Sunday evening service at 545. And of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college-aged groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.